Hello. I'm just having some wine, you know? How the hell are y'all? Um, I hope that you're having a beautiful day. It's very not beautiful where we live. It is rainy and cold, but not cold enough to snow, which is some bullshit. And, um, so I made some ramen tonight. It was not a success. I am going to workshop the recipe and get back to it, but, um, it was pretty disappointing, I think, on all accounts, especially, like, sometimes I make food for Samantha, and she loves it, and she's like, oh my god, it's so good, and she's, like, drooling, and today she was like, yeah, no, like, it was really great, I loved it, and I was like, mm, nope, so I'm gonna remake it, because <laughs> I'm a crazy person, um, but, yeah, this episode, I am going to talk to y'all about joy. So, if you're into hearing more about that, stay tuned. Welcome to Brat Life, a weekly podcast where we discuss everything from drama to trauma with a healthy dose of self-awareness. I'm your host, Cheyenne Perry. Whether you're on your commute, binging the show, or you're a first-time listener, I invite you to take this time to tune in and be a little bratty today. So I've realized recently that I really struggle with the concept of joy in my life. Now, before you worry about me, I'm not talking about happiness. Like, I'm a very happy person, and um, I actually really love myself and my life. And I actually wrote these notes like a few weeks ago, and even since then, things have changed for me a lot, and I can talk about that more later, but joy. Joy is kind of a hard one, right? And it's also something everybody's talking about right now. Like, I don't know if you've noticed, but for me, I've noticed a lot of people are, that I follow on social media, at least, are switching from posting their, like, typical sort of sassy, snarky memes to more inspirational posts. And there's even shows on Netflix, like, Tidying Up with Marie Kondo, which I've yet to see, that are literally centered around this idea of finding joy and sparking joy in your life. And I was thinking about it, like, why are we so obsessed with joy? Like, where did this come from, and why is this sort of, like, emotion trending in society right now and I think it's just that people are really sick and tired of feeling sick and tired all the time and I was talking to a friend recently about how there's been a few years now where being sad was literally like the cool and edgy thing to do you know um but like is it I just feel like some of us have finally began to, like, start outgrowing our emo-ass tendencies. And, like, I'm the queen of, like, the scene kids right here who, you know, I... It was so popular to be, like, apathetic and sad and, like, emotionally misunderstood for so long that I think a lot of us got really comfortable with it. And here's the thing. Like, I am an absolute moody bench. I'm a Cancer, and I'm an Enneagram 4, which basically just means that I love to feel melancholy, and we sort of, like, glorify sadness and nostalgia in a very sweet, like, romanticized way, where we're like, ugh, 
This is tragic, and no one could possibly understand how I feel as I feel more deeply than everyone. And it's like, okay, there's a time and place for that, but I'm here to tell you that while all in that is fine and good, to stare out a window while it rains and cry while pretending you're the protagonist in a sad indie movie about a girl coming of age, sadness is overrated. It's not cool, and it's not fulfilling. And it's definitely not cool to feel neutral or apathetic about everything, especially your life. And if you feel like you don't have a passion and a zest for life, which is like, honest to God, got to be like the motto of every retirement home ever, then you need to find things that help contribute to that feeling for you. So I've started putting myself first over the past year and um, I've been prioritizing my own happiness and it's truly the best thing that I've ever done and the best decision I've ever made and I still have a lot of room for improvement and growth but I'm so far from where I was that I barely even recognize the girl I was two years ago, a year ago, even six months ago. When I think back to October you know, even July of last year, I was in such an absolutely different place than I am now that I can say to you with certainty that if you make joy and happiness and contentment above all else your priorities in your own life, only then are you going to be able to truly pour into others and truly like love your life and love yourself. And there is nothing more important than that. We've talked about this before on the podcast, but I think it's worth revisiting because this is, I'm coming from a slightly different place and I feel like I've learned some things since we've talked about stuff like self-care in the past. This is like so much more than self-care. Like you've cared for yourself and you can actually start to build upon that foundation that you've created for yourself that's made from like love and stability and like vulnerability there is a negative belief that I have that is that if I am vulnerable I am weak but truly if you're vulnerable you're sensitive and if you're sensitive that's a really beautiful thing and I think that in order to truly experience all the nuanced areas of life emotionally we have to be stable and sensitive and I think that's a really beautiful combination that we can all strive towards where we're being compassionate but also setting really clear boundaries for ourselves and sticking to our guns when we set those boundaries and say this is allowed to stay in my life this is not this I'd like to increase this I would like to decrease and so on and so forth so Here's some examples of how I've done that in my own life. And you can take or leave these because everyone's journey is different, but I hope you'll find them at least a little bit helpful. Turn off notifications and fucking unfollow people that make you feel upset or shitty or bad about yourself, or especially people that make you feel like you need to keep up with them or compare yourself to them. Unfollow any and everything that doesn't bring you joy because no other generation in history has ever been subject to such constant criticism and judgment from others and from ourselves. 
I would like to cordially invite you to opt out of that process. It's amazing, and I seriously feel like I am missing nothing. I have deleted every social media account on my phone except for Instagram, and I took my Instagram followers from, sorry, like the accounts that I'm following from probably 900 to 100. I unfollowed 800 people, and I even was so stressed about doing that that I felt compelled to write a note that said, hey, it was just on my Instagram stories, and I said, hey, if I have unfollowed you, please do not take it personally. Like, we live in an era where we literally interact with people through our validation of them, and that is so fucking weird. Like, we say, I don't need validation from you. But we do because we constantly give and receive it from one another on social media. And it's really, really difficult to separate that from your worth. Especially if you're having feelings of anxiety about how will my unfollowing this person affect my relationship with them. That is a totally valid question that I've asked myself about a lot of people And the answer for me was if this person loves me and if this person is truly worth having in my life, they will understand that our relationship is much, much bigger than whether or not I am one of their followers on an app. It's literally like a a button on a piece of metal that we push. Like that doesn't mean anything about how I can care for you or how you care for me. And I used to keep an app that would let me know who had unfollowed me. And I would unfollow those people immediately and get very offended and defensive about it. When in reality, it's like complete fabricated bullshit that doesn't mean anything about you or the other person involved. It's just nonsense that's like fostered by our like societal culture But I would really love to invite you to, like, step away from that in the spirit of minimalism and say, like, I'm going to minimize the sort of interactions I have and make sure the interactions I have with people online and the things that I see and the content I consume online is intentional and you do have a say and you do have power. I know it's easy to feel powerless, but that unfollow button is there for a reason. And I really think that people need to use it more often. I used to feel like the other thing too is like you can't have FOMO or the fear of missing out, which was literally a word that like our generation defined because we have this constant input of like people are having fun without me. People are choosing to spend time with other people and I wasn't invited. I'm no one's first choice. And we have all these inherent negative beliefs about ourselves when really, like, it doesn't have much to do with us at all. And you can't have that fear of missing out when you don't know what everyone else is doing. And I know that can sound scary and you have to believe me when I say, I used to wake up every single morning and if I didn't have a notification or a text of some sort, it broke my heart. It made me feel so sad and so alone. And that's a valid feeling, but I think it's also possible to get to a place 
where I've gotten now where if I wake up and I have a quiet phone, which most mornings I do, um, a lot of that is intentional and on purpose and through my own choices um, because I've deleted a lot of apps and I've also cut out many, many relationships that I didn't feel I had the capacity to foster. Um, It feels like peace. And I feel like that silence is so serene, and I really treasure it, and I try to be very present in that silence and notice things that aren't on my phone and maybe have conversations with the real people that I'm in a room with or read a book instead of scrolling through social media kind of mindlessly. And then I also have the opportunity to be mindful when I'm on social media and say, like, I'm dedicating this time to do this. I really want to be present and truly see what I'm consuming and notice the things that I'm looking at so that you can do all things with intention. And then it really does bring you greater joy when you're like, I actually want to consume this content. It's not mindless. And it does add some intrinsic value into my life. And in terms of stuff, I mean, I'm just now beginning a process towards minimalism. And I'm like halfway through the the Minimalists documentary on Netflix. And So far, it is so shockingly beautiful. The basic point of minimalism is to experience more with less and to only own items that bring you joy. And um, I'm actually planning on having a yard sale in a few months, and I want to get rid of so many things because there are some things that don't bring me joy. Like, I have... um, My dad passed away six years ago, and um, it, just over six years ago, and I have one of his mugs, and he loved this mug, and I had bought him the mug, and um, as like a Christmas gift, and he loved it, and I kept it, and it brings me no joy, (laughs) like, I love my dad, and we had a beautiful relationship But, like, it's not a great mug. I don't really like it that much. I find it kind of, like, burdensome and heavy because I have very small hands. And it's just, like, not something I really care for. And I found that, like, I'm only holding on to it because I love my dad. But keeping a mug that my dad once owned doesn't say anything about our relationship. And it's stuff like that where it's, like, Look at the things you're doing and think about why you do them and see if you're happy with the answer that you give yourself. Like, maybe you are, and then that's great. There is no right or wrong way to do this. Everything that you do is by you and for you. So if you're happy with the things that you've decided to keep in your life, that's the only reason you need to keep them in your life. But if you're not, It might be a great time to think about giving that item away or selling it or donating it because you only have so much room in your heart, in your mind, in your soul, in your house, wherever you live, physically, emotionally, spiritually, there's only so much room. And so just be a little bit picky about what you allow to take up room. 
It's almost like I started on the inside and worked on internal happiness and joy. And now it's beginning to radiate outwards. And I feel like I'm in a place where I can evaluate the external forces in my life and weed out any parts, people, or things that no longer serve me. And I know that it's very possible for all of you to get to that place too if you're not already there. So in closing, I just want to say start where you are. Um, Set intentions for joy. Validate yourself and your feelings because no feelings are right or wrong. They just exist how they exist in your heart and your mind. And that's totally okay. So give yourself grace through the process. And it will come even if it comes slowly. So with that said, I have, um, I think I'm going to bitch because (laughs) this is totally off topic, but can I just, I have to bitch to y'all a moment about Oreo because Oreo is my oldest cat and you know if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, but he has like a whole, he's looking at me now because he knows I'm talking about him, but he has like a whole ass attitude and he, I don't think, um... So Samantha and I are roommates, and I don't think he likes living with her because he's not used to... It's not her. Like, he likes her, but he's not used to having someone around during the day when I'm at work, and I don't think he likes having that because he started shitting on her bathroom rug, and now I'm having to figure out, like, what to do with him, and I've done, like, very expensive vet visits and everything. We thought for a while it was, like, a behavioral problem. We thought maybe it was Binks. But I'm pretty sure it's Oreo because I saw him walking out of the bathroom right after he shit. And now I'm, like, looking into getting the harness to, like, walk him outside and look. Like, if I wasn't already painfully single, I'm about to be because I'm kidding. It's, like, not painful at all. I love, I'm very happy where I am. But just in the spirit of, like, jokes, I'm going to be literally single forever if I'm walking my fucking cat on a leash Letting him, like, shit in the bushes. I just can't even with that. But whatever. Y'all send me some messages and let me know how your week is going. I would love to hear your bitch and brag and just, like, hashtag brat life. Um, this episode, like all of our episodes, is sponsored by K over B, Kelly Hawkins, Kelly Meesum, Madeline Chappelle, and Caitlin Keough. And if you would like to be a patron, you can do so at the links below. Um, we have two, five, ten, fifteen, and custom monthly tiers that you can pay for. You get a name call out in every episode, and eventually we will be pushing live some additional really cool content. Um, and I am personally working on our website and some cool things like that that I want to get up for you guys very soon. Um, thank you so much for your patience. I know we have been doing this for... Oh, I guess like eight months now. Um, So thanks so, so much for your continued support. It truly means the world to me. Um, I just think this is the coolest community ever, and I'm so grateful for each and every one of you. So if you do not have money to put toward the podcast, that is fine. Brat Life will always be free. If you could please tell someone about it and give us a five-star, one-sentence review on Apple Podcasts and subscribe to the podcast, That would be amazing. You can also follow us on Spotify. And wherever you're listening, you can also listen to us at all the other links below. You can also find our um, social media at at Pod on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can follow me on Instagram at allthingsshy. And I would love to hang out with you and hopefully 
be a very intentional choice in your social media following. Um, so I would really appreciate that, and I would love to hear from you guys if you want to email us with any suggestions or seriously even like screenshot me your um, interactions from dating apps. I think that is so fucking funny. I would love to read those. Um, but my song of the week is called Doubt by Hippocampus. It is a super cute and light, frothy little indie pop song. Kind of reminds me like Walk the Moon meets Vampire Weekends, like North East Cape Cod vibe. Um, and I just love that song. I think it's so cute. It's um, it's kind of like a indie love song of sorts, but it doesn't really super relate to the topic today, but I just thought it was very cute, and it brings me a lot of joy, and I hope this episode brought you some joy, and I will talk to you next week, and in the meantime, stay bratty.